What is good, people? Welcome back to Unoya. My name is Tehila. Ooh, I mixed that up. It's supposed to be, hey, what's good? I'm Tehila. Welcome back to Unoya. So just pretend that that's what I said the first time around. Um, how are you guys? It's been, it has been a hot minute. I was just looking at my episode uploads and the last time I did one of these was like a month ago. Actually, it was like more than a month ago. And I just want to like say I'm so, so I'm so sorry. Um, I literally was unable to speak. I lost my voice. I was really sick. Um, I'm still even like coughing now. Um, praise Abba that my voice is back. Um, it was that was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do was to be silent. I I love to talk. I could talk all day, but it's like I actually physically couldn't speak which was really hard so um yeah thank you for bearing with me and yeah let's just pray before we get into it today Abba I thank you so much for your presence I thank you for the listener wherever they are may they just feel your peace and your mercy and your grace and just be in awe of who you are help us to be in awe of who you are every single day Abba Speak through me, Jesus. Let it be your words that come out of my mouth. In your holy and precious name, Jesus Christ, amen. Let's get into it. Um, <sighs> today's topic is something that I have been thinking about for a little bit. I actually like made like a little Instagram story talking about it. About kind of just some of my thoughts because... I hadn't really taken this perspective before. And if you hear the rustling, that's me trying to find my notes, which I probably should have done before I hit record, but it's okay. Jesus loves me anyway. <laughs> um, hold on. I will find it. Oh, found it. Today, I want to talk about the danger of comparison. And I know we talk about comparison a lot, you know, Every member of the body is so precious to God and we shouldn't compare what we have to what other people have because our callings are different and we may not all look the same or have the same gifts, but that's what makes the body of Christ beautiful. Such a true and valid message, but that's not the comparison I want to talk about today. (laughs) I want to talk about the comparisons that we put on God. So we like to say God is like our father. God is like our friend. I'm going to speak specifically to those two, but you get the point. We like to say God is this, God is that. Um, And it helps us to identify our relationship with God better. It helps us, I think, especially for new Christians or people who are kind of earlier on in their faith, it's really essential to kind of helping them to understand the kind of relationship that we are able to have with God. But right now, I kind of want to speak to the more seasoned Christians or like the more advanced. I don't know how to say that, but you get what I'm trying to say. And basically, people who have come out of the drinking milk phase of Christianity and have come into the chewing meat. I'm about to give you a piece of meat that's going to be interesting. I caution you to be careful when you make comparisons to God. 
we as as helpful as those are we we do need to separate god from every earthly comparison that we have because we live in a fallen world everything is broken and imperfect and even if the comparisons we make are to positive relationships that we have in our life there is always going to be negative and sinful connotations and we may be limiting god because of our experiences with people on earth because we are comparing him to the relation to the relationships that we have on earth every comparison we make will always fall short it will always be imperfect god's love is perfect and there's nothing on earth that can compare to that and i think that because we try to compare it so much to things that we know to contextualize it it is hard for us to accept that his love is perfect we have no example on earth that is anywhere close to how God loves us. And that's why it's so hard for us to accept his love. It's so hard for us to accept his correction sometimes because his correction, his conviction is rooted in perfect love, but we have been corrected by people on earth whose love is not perfect, who are imperfect. And we've maybe corrected other people out of a place of anger or justification or revenge instead of love and even if there was love in it it wasn't pure and perfect love therefore the conviction was not pure and perfect and from a pure and perfect place i kind of had this moment one day i had not read the bible um in the morning i had woken up late and i was feeling kind of guilty i was feeling i was almost scared to approach the presence of god because I thought that God was going to be mad at me or I thought God was going to be like, you didn't spend time with me. I'm not going to answer your prayer. And I realized that it was a projection of broken relationships that I had on earth. Times where maybe I didn't give people the attention they deserved. And they're like, why should I pay attention to you? You didn't, you didn't give me your time and your energy. Which is totally valid because, like, both ways are broken. You know, we should extend mercy and we should also give people, you know, the respect they deserve. But, ooh, somebody is vacuuming. <laughs> but um, I was projecting that onto God. Now, realistically, in the grand scheme of things, I had read my Bible the day before. Like, it wasn't like a consistent pattern of behavior. It was just a one day incident and I felt so guilty and I felt like it was I was condemning myself and speaking to my worth as a Christian am I even a good person I forgot to read my Bible I almost even treated the Bible as if it was Jesus like oh I just completely skipped out on Jesus and I realized that it's because I was comparing God like God as my friend to like broken friendships that I had God is my father to like maybe the imperfectness in the relationship with my dad as amazing as my relationship with my dad is it is impossible for us to compare God to earthly relationships without casting the negative connotations onto him. It's impossible. And that is what I want to hone in on right now. So if you are a Christian who is in the meat stage and you are learning, looking to grow your faith, I challenge you to cast out every single comparison you have for God right now. Because it will always, it will always fall short of just the glory of God. It will always fall short of the truth of God. There are times and seasons for it, of course. Um, let me just 
come back to myself for a second and just say that like I I recognize like that these these comparisons are very important for us to understand who God is as I said in the beginning there is a time and place but I think that every once in a while we also need to come to the point of like okay God as much as your relationship like is supposed to look like a father I acknowledge that I actually don't know what a perfect father-daughter relationship is so show me or as much as your relationship is supposed to look like a friendship, I acknowledge that I've never exta- uh, like been in a, in a 100% perfect friendship. So will you show me what that looks like? Help me to not compare you to the friends who have hurt me or the father who has hurt me or anything like that. What's even harder is for people who don't like have fathers or who don't have healthy friendships. Wh- like how are they supposed to compare God, you know? And so I just really challenge you with this. We need to accept that Abba's love And the way that he views us is unlike anything we have ever fathomed or can imagine. God fully knows you. And this is this is a message for another time. This is like one that I've had drafted up for a really really long time about like what it's actually means to be fully known. Even if people on earth like you've told them everything about your life, there's no way they can 100% know you. God 100% knows you and still he loves you. He has this perfect love for you. But we can't fathom that because we are comparing him to things on earth that are imperfect and we are limiting God by doing that. We are literally limiting the creator of the universe because we because we are comparing him to like Betsy that lived next door that like hurt us, you know, like not that that pain is not valid and not that that comparison is not helpful, but I'm just trying to help you see to like. Let's not stay in that place of comparison and there is a danger and a caution that needs to come with the comparisons that we make our minds can't even fathom it like the love that god has for us which is the root of every comparison of like god is our father because he loves us god is our friend because he he cherishes us and wants to spend time with us like our brains can't even fathom that because we have nothing to compare it to and if we do if we do have this sense of understanding it's false like just when you start to think you know who god is and you have him figured out like that is probably when you're farthest away. Our entire life is trying to be like Jesus and trying to get to know Jesus. It is not a, I know this is like a part of my mission. This is not a destination driven journey. Christianity is not a destination driven journey. It is a process driven journey. And throughout this process, you are continually being drawn closer and closer and closer to the father. You never hundred percent arrive until you're in heaven and in glory with him, you know? I just want to read a couple of verses to you really quickly. Exodus 15, 11, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? Job 36, 22, and so forth, because I don't know actually where I'm going to end this verse. God is exalted in his power. Who is a teacher like him? Who has prescribed his ways for him or said to him, you have done wrong? Remember to extol his work, which, which people have praised in song. All humanity has seen it. Mortals, ga- mortals gaze on it from afar. How great is God beyond our understanding. The number of his years is past finding out. He drops up the drops of water, which distill as rain to the streams. The clouds pour down their moisture and abundant showers fall on mankind. Who can understand how he spreads out the clouds, how he thunders from his pavilion? See how he scatters his lightning about him bathing the depths of the sea. This is the way he governs the nations and provides food in abundance. 
He fills his hand with lightning and commands it to strike its mark. His thunder announces the coming storm. Even the cattle make known its approach. So the context um, specifically of the Job one is this is. um, Oh, Lord, I hope I pronounce his name right. Elihu, Elihu, (laughs) Elihu, this is Elihu, whatever his name is. Um, and then Job is like, I don't understand why God is doing this to me. God, tell me what have I done to deserve this? And Elihu, Elihu, whatever his name is, is like, dude, who are you to like deserve an explanation? You know, he is the creator of the universe. I feel like sometimes we just approach God with too much of like, God is my homie, which he is. He really is like he wants to be closer than a brother to you. But there is a certain level of fear and reverence that we need to have when we approach the creator of the universe. And it is almost prideful to think that we have God figured out. It is prideful to think we have God figured out. And it is prideful to limit him to the comparisons of the people on earth and our relationships on earth. I'm going to say that again. It is prideful to limit God to the comparisons of the relationships that we have on earth. Because again, I am honing in on this. We live in a fallen and a broken world. There is nothing even close to a percentage, like 1% of like who God is. There's nothing we can compare it to. And it scares us. But we should be in reverence and in awe that this creator of the universe wants to be closer than the breath in our lungs, wants to be realer than a friend sitting next to us, wants to love on us the way a father is supposed to love on a child. In essence, it is such a beautiful concept. And I just want to hone in on on this fact of like, yes, these comparisons are so helpful. But there's also a certain level of danger and caution. And I just want to caution you right now of like, and challenge you. Like, what relationship are you comparing God to? Even if it's a positive one, what negative connotations have you accidentally put on God without even knowing it? It is a, it is definitely a harder message um is definitely a harder message than the first two but that is okay (laughs) again i i just want to say like that does not mean that god is not our friend and god is not our father i'm just cautioning you in limiting him to those comparisons let us remember and appreciate in reverence and in awe god in his essence of like who he is I'm going to pray to close this out. Abba, help us with the comparisons that we make. Please show us where we have accidentally put you in this box. Our heart longs for you. Our heart yearns for you, Abba. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your word. May we sit with it. May we may it marinate may we chew it over seven times (laughs) jesus i just bless every single listener right now in your holy and precious and perfect name amen well homies it is about that time i will see y'all soon thank you so much for listening i love you guys